welcome to No Cartridge After Dark. We're here. Uh, it is a totally normal time to be living in the world. Uh, no, it's not. It's the, it's the, it's the, for anyone listening to this after the fact, if uh, indeed we have an after the fact of this reality, hopefully we do. Um, we are in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak. Um, but Liv and I are still here. Uh, the, the world of podcasting is a, is an infection free world. Um, Liv, hello. Hello. Yeah, we are, um, occupying the, the brightness after dark. Wow. That's right. That's yeah. absolutely right. The brightness after dark. That is exactly what we will call these little imprint shows <laughs> because, uh, Liv had the, the lovely idea. Actually, you had the idea. Why don't you, why don't you tell the audience, uh, what, what we're up to here? Um, well, <sighs> I think that there is plenty of uh, of negativity. I don't even want to say negativity is not the right word. There's much, much reason to be alarmed and to be alert uh, at this time. But I think that you were uh, sufficiently covering that part during your day. So we want to bring you a little bit of levity and escapism um, through these little after dark segments where we talk about things that are nice and, um, I don't know, the good parts of living. And I think that, uh, I don't know, it's just a strange time. I think that probably a lot of the people who listen to the show, it's almost like this is how we feel a lot of the time that there's things to be alarmed about and no one else around us is also raising the alarm. And there's finally mm-hmm. something that everyone in the world is aware of. Um, so that's also a little bit odd. Um, so readjusting to the current time we're in, but I think that there's still things that we, um, that will bring us joy during this time and that we can share. And that's, I think the spirit of after dark. It's a really nice way of thinking about it. Yeah. I think, I think you're totally right. And I think the, uh, I think the way that, that, no, I mean, I don't have anything to add, actually. I, I, I can't add a thing. That's exactly right. Um, it's just about kind of finding some sort of light in in wherever you are. Because I think the 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 scariest idea is that uh, maybe maybe even it's this. Maybe it's like the scariest idea isn't that this will never change. The scariest idea is that, like, we'll never feel, like, good again or normal again or something mm-hmm. like that. Which, um, I mean, I would assume because many people who listen to this podcast do panic a lot about stuff um, that we, we would be able to sort of understand that these things, if not pass, at least sort of have a, have the ability to, um, to become normalized for better or for worse. But it's hard to think about that when everyone else is now saying like, Oh yeah, no, you're totally right to be worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little scary. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff that uh, maybe we wouldn't normally talk about. Maybe we should talk about a little more. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm always ready to to chat things out. Yeah. <laughs> so you came up with this first topic and I love it. I think it's great. Um, the first topic is on uh, food and video games, cooking, uh, just food itself. Um, I have one particular game that's close to my heart in this way, uh, but... I also have a tendency I want to talk about in games that I like, uh, and 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 you have a lot of different ideas. I I just want to jump right into it. I want to hear one of yours first. I want to hear something you love about food and video games. Oh, I love the 
Okay, so it's like totally different. These games that actually emulate the good part of cooking mm-hmm. versus games that emulate the good part of eating. Just sitting, <laughs> sitting uh, down yeah. and eating. So there's like the uh, there's like the actual like artistry side of cooking that you might see in like you know like Breath of the Wild or even like the new Pokemon games. But truly, what what is the most like escapist fantasy of just like sitting down and eating a meal more than like the sims we're just mm. like no matter what time of day it is when the last time you're out of your house it doesn't matter you can like go to your fridge and like make whatever you want and it's always no, you're totally right and you just like no matter what just get better at whatever you're doing <laughs> yeah i think that's that's right that's like exactly what i would want to have happen if i were to like have my fantasy of being a cook, right? Like every every time I make something, not only like do I have the ingredients and the the ability, but that like every time it's not just that it comes out right, it's that I get better at it. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's actually like, cause I, I think at a certain point, I don't know, for, for me in cooking anyway, like I'm still very happy with the way I cook. I'm, I, I like most of the food I make, uh, but also there's a point at which like, I make certain dishes and I know I'm just going to make them that way forever. And I, I, I'm not getting better at them. They're just the dishes I make. And that's fine. It's not like a tragedy, but I don't know. It would be cool if I could just like get even better at it. Yeah. Or if like the, uh, the materials that you use to make them like the, the stove or whatever, just like suddenly made your macaroni and cheese less burned. Yeah. Like leveled up. <laughs> I think, I love about the the cooking in the sims is whenever you have a party at your house that like Mm. it urges you to cook for your your friends and family because that's going to make them happier than if you just like order a pizza and i think that's beautiful it's true too like not that people don't like pizza of course but like the um like if you just make something for someone it can be such like a such a powerful like feeling of 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 tender or not tenderness Maybe tenderness, but it's not, that's not wrong. Uh, Love, uh, affection, concern, like all of those things are definitely true when you, when you make something for someone. And I think that's like, it's cool that that always kind of comes through, even if it's not successful. And when it's successful, everyone feels good. Yeah. It's a beautiful way to serve your friends. Like, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate always to like go over to your friend's house and like clean their house but it's like if you cook for them that's like an actual task in their day that they also don't have to do on top of like imparting um your your history and your taste um in a, yeah. in a present to them it also is like it also is like the best thing i think to do for people like if, if you need to do something for someone and actually that's something that uh, is like news you can use in this period of time is like if someone needs something i think cooking for them is always nice that's what i like to do for people when they've just had kids like i like to think about like what you know one of the things i liked the best when i first had like babies little babies was uh, like i was just hoping someone would cook something for me because it would be like it's just so much easier to have someone cook something for you mm-hmm. than to actually cook it yourself so like yeah, I think like cooking is something that is just so appreciated. Uh, it's it's so, I don't know. It feels little, but it is big. Um, and you're right. Like The Sims does a really good job of expressing that because it's such like a, it seems like such a small thing, but it provides such a value to your parties in that game. 
And it gives you such instant feedback. Like you cook <laughs> for them and then they're suddenly happier. That's <laughs> that's the fantasy world that I like to live in. That I can that's, go to my job and make more money every day and also make my friends happy with my food. That is exactly the dream. Like just like <laughs> <laughs> you make the food and everyone then says like, you know what? I'm happier as a result of this. You know what? I like you. <laughs> I, and I like this. I value you. And I val yeah, yeah, wow. That'd be nice. That's very nice. What a like what a nice what a nice thing to have in like a moment when you're not feeling your best or you're feeling a little off off uh, kilter. The idea that you can just like have someone care about the food you made. That's lovely. It's lovely. Um, one of the things that this actually ties in a little bit. Mine. Um, I uh, I think my first experience uh, cooking in video games. Uh, or cooking with video games was uh, this game. And I had to look it up because I totally forgot the name of it. Um, I got a DS, I think, for Christmas. I think Kristen got me my DS for Christmas. Uh, and it was like an original like DS, not 3DS. Um, this was when I was sort of like getting back into video games and like just a little bit. And one of the things I really liked about, about video games at this point was um, – like this idea that maybe they'd also be practical. Like I wanted to fit them into my lives life and like better myself, I guess. Um, yes. It's kind of weird. Like it's not really the best way to approach video games, but like, I think when you're trying to think about like, Oh, how, how can I like convince myself that this is an okay thing to enjoy? And it's been so long since I've done that. Um, it's not shocking that it came about, I guess. Like I'll say that much, but um, like the DS was kind of, perfect for that like the ds was super concerned with games that you could say like oh it's also super productive mm -hmm. like uh uh there was the game that was like the brain one yeah the brain game that was supposed to help you like not get dementia mm -hmm. and the what was that brain brain something brain age brain age mm -hmm. uh, tested your brain age uh there was like <laughs> I mean, there were a ton of games that were just like productivity simulators where you're just like, no, 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 I'm not playing a video game. I'm I'm learning to make my brain better. Like, don't worry. <laughs> uh, but this game I got because I wanted to get better at cooking. Like it was when I was still learning. Um, I was not particularly good at making things in. Um, I wasn't particularly good at cooking in a lot of ways. And I think one of the things about cooking that took me a really long time to learn was being um, quick about it. But quick isn't always good. It's like it doesn't have to be fast. That's one of the joys of cooking as opposed to the duties of it. Um, and one of the uh, – I think one of the, the the experiences I remember the most was uh, before Kristen and I were married, I was cooking for her and a friend, uh, the one of our mutual friends, and um, I got this game and it was called Personal Trainer Cooking and it was about – like there was a chef in it and the game talked you through the cooking you were doing. Um, and you just, you just learned to cook by following recipes, but they were also cool, like recipes in your DS and you could take your DS to the store and stuff. And I, I made a, uh, a curry. It was like, I forget what kind of curry it was even, but, um, uh, it was an Indian curry. I know that much, but the, um, the recipe was like for fresh curry. Um, and I didn't really even think about the fact that like a lot of these recipes were not practical. <laughs> uh, and this one was not practical. It was not a good choice to try and make this curry uh, when like I was making dinner for two people. 
Uh, but I just got really into it and I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, um, I, uh, I made this curry and it took me, I think like two hours to make, the, to make dinner. It just took me forever. What but, was in this? How did it make, take you two hours? Well, I was very slow in cooking, but also like it was a curry where like you, you made the sauce, but you made the curry by boiling down. Uh, I think it was like a tikka masala maybe. You, 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 but in this recipe, you had like fresh tomatoes and you cooked them for like 40 minutes until they <laughs> boiled down to the sauce. Like it was extremely serious. I, like it was cool. And like, I really felt proud of being able to do it, but like, it, it was just, it, everyone was starving by the time I finished, but like, I was really engrossed in the process. I was really happy with the outcome. I was just so proud of myself. And it was something that like, I really could not have made happen without um, without like the the game. I think like in a lot of ways the game was how I was able to to figure the the recipe out. Um, so I don't know like the the interface. I guess uh, that's what I'd say. Like it's a it's a very notable memory. Kristen will still kind of make fun of me for it, and like which I get. It is kind of silly. Like <laughs> it took so long to to make this food <laughs> they just sat there until it was like 8 30 like two hours after we were gonna eat or whatever um but i loved the curry and i thought i did a great job and i made it from scratch and it was like a good personal achievement um i don't know like gamifying it in that one sense i don't like gamifying things like cooking but in that one sense it helped me feel confident enough to try it and that's like one of the best things like when you feel confident enough to try something and it turns out edible it's just such a good feeling that is a beautiful story. I'm so glad that uh, gaming brought cooking into your life. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. I, I'm glad it did too because I feel like without gaming, cooking might have been more of a chore than uh, a joy. And sometimes it's a chore for sure, but like, it can be a joy to me. And I don't know if that would have been the same without that experience. Hmm. Speaking of curry, Ooh. I do think, and I mentioned it already. I do think that one of the sweetest. Uh, cooking experiences in game is the the new cooking in Pokemon Sword and Shield where you do make curries but I love for the same reason that I like it for the Sims is that you you make it and the better you make it the happier your Pokemon are to eat it yeah I, I saw like, my friend do it it's so cute yeah and I like that it's like actually multi-step and it's like you take the berries that you picked out in the world and throw it in the pot and then you have to stir the pot and then add heat in or I don't remember all the all the steps you have to like fan the flames to make it hotter <laughs> and then you get to watch all of your sweet Pokemon eat the food what like what else do you want in a game what else do you want in life it's like it's a funny thing that that isn't just the end of the end of like anyone searching. Like they didn't go on the news and say like, okay, we figured it out. We figured out this central point to life. It's to watch a bunch of cute Pokemon enjoy our food. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I also love. I think is another cute experience. Not cooking, but food. I think that one of my favorite food experiences in a video game is the uh, Lickitung sushi game in the Pokemon Stadium, the, the mini game area. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played that. That sounds fun. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's like you are a Lickitung and you're like competing against three other Lickitungs and you're in like one of those sushi bars with like the conveyor belt. 
I love um, those kind of places. And so it's like each type of sushi is worth a different amount. And some of them, uh, like, are too hot for you and you, like, have you lose time if you eat them because you, like, run around because it was too hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to out, out lick. You uh, are just licking sushi off of the conveyor belt. It's a... It's a really cute game. I want to That's play a, Pokemon Stadium again. Is that that was an N sixty four game? Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since I played anything on the N sixty four. I think the last N sixty four Pokemon game I played was uh, Pokemon Snap, which is also also a good game, a joy and a treasure. Um, I need to replay that as well. Sorry, my Pokemon is in my lap, yelling at me. If you can hear her. Like oh yeah, your Pokemon, <laughs> your, your IRL Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Your 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 uh, your your real life Vulpix. Yeah. Um, is that that I don't, I don't know. There's probably a new Pokemon that's closer to a cat than that. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I'm not as I'm not as up on the new Pokemon. I'm getting better because of Tilly. Because of it's uh, a good thing Sun we didn't uh, record a two hour episode on Pokemon lately, or that would be that'd be really embarrassing. I think I said on that episode I wasn't up on the new Pokemon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I say that every time. Uh, I will say Eric, uh, my 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 wonderful agent Eric Kane, uh, listened to the episode and and revealed himself to be much more of a Pokemon fan than I thought he was. I knew he liked it a lot, but he had like a ton of thoughts, and like one of them was, I think it's kind of an interesting follow up. One of them was we were talking about like how strange the game is and how like the idea of capturing the Pokemon feels feels so like at odds with friendship and stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. there are elements that are. And he said that in uh, Gold and Silver, I guess, you can find the original trainer for Red and Blue. <laughs> and uh, and he just lives in a cave and he's like broken. What? His mom's like, yeah, he, he won all the Pokemon leagues and then uh, he, he just lives in this cave now. Um, and then and, it just uh, turns the screen to black so you can see the mirror. Yeah, they, <laughs> it should. <laughs> no, I think you go and defeat him, which, again, maybe defeats the purpose. I know this. I, yeah, I had no idea. I thought that was like kind of incredible. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought I, I wanted to tell you that like since I since I saw the DM, but I was like I should just tell her when we next talk. But I, why not? <laughs> why not on the air? Um, yeah, so I think like I think that makes a ton of sense to me. Like the idea of watching feedback, even from like an imaginary character, like a Pokemon, uh, making food so much better right like the idea of like knowing that someone likes it and watching them be able to eat it and then smile at you yeah i love to see the pokemon smile at me i have to tell you (laughs) it is a good feeling do you think you could do you think you could be like a total like hikiki omori style shut-in if they made like pokemon that had real haptic like feelings feedback and smiled at you and stuff no. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't think so? I. This is a question I ask myself often. Like, what what would it take for me to just shun the outside world entirely? Uh, again, uh, the current moment making me realize probably a lot more than I think. Uh, but, but yeah, I think like, um, yeah, it's um, yeah. No, I totally agree. One of the things I was going to bring up. Uh, <laughs> Are you saying, no, 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 that wouldn't make me a shut in either. Don't worry about it. Let's oh, just keep moving. Yeah. I just got to, got to, got to keep moving. <laughs> got to keep talking. Uh, if I, if I stop now, I'll start thinking too much about being a shut in. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I, um, 
I was thinking about uh, the other the other instance I was going to bring up of of gaming and eating, um, and it's uh, it's in. Um, so like there there are a lot of games. Uh, Stardew Valley is actually one I know we've both played. So I'll use that mm-hmm. as the reference point. But games that are sort of like I call them collectathons. I don't know if that's like a reasonable thing to call them or not. But like where a big part of the game is about you um, just like going through the world and finding all the various like ingredients or uh, you know fish or whatever that you could mm-hmm. get. Like that's a big part of the plot. Um, and uh, one of the things I like about those games is that one of the collecting elements is uh, almost always uh, cooking. Like mm-hmm. Almost always you have to cook something. Um, and and that is like part of, um, you know, how you can complete like the, the codex of things that you can collect in the world. Um, and I think like... Uh, My most recent encounter with this was uh, in a game that's not particularly known for its um, collection mechanics uh, in this way, but uh, was uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, um, which is a decent game. It's fun. Um, I didn't love it as much as some people do, but I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, But one of the things that actually really grabbed me like towards the end of the game and I just like I kind of. I kind of ended up getting like way more into it than I should have. And I didn't finish it. Cause I was like, boy, this is, uh, this is like, this is going to be a real problem. Like I, I need to, I need to like stop this or else I'm going to spend 20 hours doing this. Um, but the game gives you recipes that you can get. And if you, if you make the recipes and eat them, you get like a little stat bonus. Um, but I just, lo- I loved collecting all the, all the, um, all the recipes and all the ingredients and then putting them in the little like uh, window and you just hit the button and they all swirl together and make like a really cool omelet or like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's so great. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I did it. I found cheese and eggs and I found all the things that I need to make this. And now I can make my omelet. Um, <laughs> And it's just there's something so satisfying about, like, checking it off the list, being like, I made that. Now I can move on to the next thing I haven't made. Um, I just love it. Uh, it I can't get enough. It kind of reminds me, not that part where you're, like, completing a a checklist or, like, moving up in that way. Mm -hmm. But the the cooking in Neopets is, Mm. like, um, you can go to – there's a couple of different things that you could go to to combine ingredients – but one of them was called like the mystery pot and you could just like, no one knew all the recipes. Um, you just had to like try three items out and see what would happen. So it's like, sometimes it would even include like pet pets, which are like your Neopets little pets. And you would like blend them with a, a fruit and a poison or something like that. And it would come out with a, a new pet pet that you had never seen before. I don't know. Just like throwing something in and just something completely different coming out. But I liked that there was no um, recipe guide. It was just like people trial and errored all of it out. Mm. Yeah, that's cool, actually. I like that a lot. Like the idea that that it is, in fact, a uh, it it feels a lot more like cooking that way. Right. Where like you're not <laughs> there's no there's no particular like um, I guess there's no like particular guide to cooking in your life. Like you just kind of try things until they work. 
If only they made a book that had things in it that told you what ingredients to put in and what no, order no, in order to make a meal. They'll never do that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's like it's a it's a dream. <laughs> but maybe someday we'll see some sort of cookbook. No, no, no. I like that. Like, was there like were there like communities around around the cooking or anything like that? Well, there's. Yeah, they would be like on the the Neopets websites or whatever. Sorry, Daisy's being especially annoying tonight. I like hearing her. It's like she's it's like she has something to tell us. I feel like she's fine on After Dark, so it doesn't matter. She's being a little bit annoying. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> we like having her on After Dark. She's a sweetie. All right, come on up, Daisy. Just come here to say. it's Daisy. Hey, Daisy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh. I think I think I think Daisy is always welcome on uh, on After Dark, um, but yeah, no, I um, I kind of love the idea of um, of having a community. I love the idea of there being some sort of like central um, central group of people who care about like the cooking for their Neopets. That's so sweet. Um, do you think well, I- also the cooking was never like almost never for items that were to be eaten. And most of the time people didn't actually like feed their neopets like good good food items. Like, oh, there's really? no reason to feed them good food items. You would just uh there's also thing this thing called the giant omelet that gave you just a random omelet every day. Um and so people would like feed their neopet free food and then the other food was like for collecting and selling and mm. fair yeah. enough. That's kind of, that's super interesting. So cooking wasn't for food. It was like for items. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Like, I mean, do you, do you, um, no, it totally makes sense. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to think about like what I'm trying to think about what the, the nature of, of that's like, like, is it more like, uh, a kind of like item grab as you'd see in a typical game or does the cooking aspect of it make it kind of more personal? Like it almost feels like crafting, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah, it feels very arcane in that way. In that, like, I never understood as a child what would work and what wouldn't. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't like super good at, I don't know. I don't think I was really looking at guides and, it was like a pretty expensive thing to do and like knowing what was worth it and what wasn't worth it economy wise was absolutely uh, gone to me as a child. I did not get that part of the game. So what you're saying is as a child, you couldn't understand uh, investment strategies. And that's so much of what Neopets is, is like <laughs> the stock market and like your shop, like auctions. That's what most of the end game is and, and like you how were to get the all pets, the stuff is what you're telling me. I was, but you can't even get the cool pets unless you do that kind of stuff. It's hard. <sighs> That's really unfair. Yeah. That's like the saddest story I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, and yet you still have really fond memories of it. I do. Sometimes yep. calling it the only good video game. <laughs> <laughs> have I said that before? I believe that like you me. have said something like that before. <laughs> yes. Um, I believe I believe you might have suggested that it was the last good uh, multiplayer game. Oh yeah, 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 that's true. Um, which is funny because the game you've spent the most time in, Wow, came out well after Neopets, as I'm to understand. Yeah, yeah, 
That's good though. That's I true. mean, it's good to. <laughs> I, I mean this unironically. It's good to dislike the game that you spend the most time playing. I think that it makes sense though to anyone who has loved WoW. I think that they have also hated WoW, and I don't think that you have really loved WoW unless you've also hated it. Seems perfectly reasonable. Um, yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, actually, that's a good question. Has there been any like cooking elements in WoW that you found compelling on any level? Oh, which no. Which I guess would be crafting. Not really. Because um, so much of it is like leveling up to make the one good food for whatever your class is. So you like make the same thing over and over again, like whatever the most efficient way to level up is. Oh, it's like it's like coming up with the five meals you make as your standard thing. So you don't have to think about it during the week. Mm. That's a that's such a, a necessary but awful way to think about cooking. Yeah, they tried to add a like a cooking aspect in one of the expansions in Mr. Pandaria. They like uh, gave you your own personal farm and it was like one of the first things that they made like one of the first like zoned areas that they had like personal progression for was like you could um have this farm and plant different things every day and you could like choose what style of cooking you wanted to pursue. Oh, and it was cool. like whatever style was like whatever your your main stat was. So they're like intellect food was a lot of seafood dishes or agility food was a lot of like tiger meat dishes. And I don't really remember all of it. <laughs> I really like that the, the intellect <laughs> stuff was oh yeah, fish is brain food. That's a funny joke. And the agility stuff I don't stuff, remember like, what it tigers was. Tigers are fast. Like, definitely. I don't remember I don't think that was it. I'm not laughing know. at you. I'm laughing at I'm laughing at Blizzard. Well, I don't remember which one was which, but they were all called like Way of the Walk, Way of the Okay, yeah. The, I don't remember what else. Hibachi, I don't know. I don't remember what they were. <laughs> Way of they the weren't Hibachi. great. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um Hmm. No, I guess that makes sense cuz it's it's sort of like the way that that like in any game that requires you to just kind of repeat a skill over and over again, it's not really any sort of indication of like what's cool about that skill, like fishing, right? Like even as much as I love collecting the fish in Stardew Valley, like fishing in Stardew Valley is not as good as fishing in oh, like, I love real it. life. I would never fish in real life, but I love fishing in every single game. Not even I catch and release. No, why would a fish? I, guess I don't right. do anything to an animal that if they could say no, they would. And I don't think that a fish would like to be pulled out of the <laughs> water just abruptly into a place where it's struggling to live. I, I was I was thinking about like uh, saying, you know, well, I wouldn't do anything to them that I wouldn't want done to myself. And then I was thinking like I would add a little spice to my life. <laughs> and I guess that's <laughs> probably not the best way to think about it. <laughs> I think it would be like if uh, just like a giant just like plunged you into water just for a little bit. But it's like, like well, he didn't die. But then sometimes <laughs> I can like take the dollar bill he's put out there to catch me with. Yeah. And sometimes I get it and like run away with it. I guess it depends on how shiny the bait is. It's so shiny. <laughs> it's so shiny. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I think I think the fishing in I, I would say like there's. Even if you take out the fishing part, like the basic point of fishing is just sitting and quiet and being quiet for a while. Like, like the, it's just the the kind of forced action of like, okay, we're all gonna hang out on the water and like 
there's not much to talk about and not much to do. So we're all going to have to be quiet for a little bit. Like, and that'll be valuable because like, we're not quiet enough. Like, that's not what you get in, in, um, in, uh, Stardew Valley. You get something different and the, the mechanic is fun. It's just, I would say not the same thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it is great. I do love fishing in that. I don't think I, so much that I do not fish in other games. Hmm. I, I don't think I'd enjoy it. I like fishing. Um, I think it's fun in it's fun in Animal Crossing. Whenever like you enter a day in Animal Crossing, it's raining. It's like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna catch some fucking fish today. It's a <laughs> great feeling. I um, I'm gonna finally play my first Animal Crossing game. This is my first one since uh, the original. I'm really excited because I don't know. I haven't followed anything about this just because I knew I was going to get it. And like, why spoil myself? Right. You're not. And I also don't know. Yeah. I also don't know anything that happened to any of the other games since the GameCube ones. There's a lot of lore to handle. Is there? I I know. I'm I'm just (laughs) lying. I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny if there was like it was like a like a Dark Souls level style of lore? Just (laughs) Just like loading you up on on Tom's Tom Nook's past history or whatever, and all in like a, any... a, a joyous way, but like just very very deep. It'd be kind of mm. rough. I don't think any game being like Dark Souls would be funny to me. I don't know. I think some games being like that, Dark Souls think, would be funny. I think there's things uh, too dark to joke about, and <laughs> more too, games like Dark Souls is one of them. Too twisted to consider. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just in this twisted mood now. Um, I think I think Animal Crossing. I will say the one good thing about about everyone being forced to be inside. Animal Crossing could not have come out at a better time. Yeah, I think people will be very pleased to spend their time uh, in their fictional town. I want. I will. I will be playing Animal Crossing. But like the other comforting thing that I just feel like should be coming out right now is Paddington Three. I would love for there to be a third Paddington movie. Is that right works? now on my computer? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It um, supposedly is in the works. I don't think that there's any like firm. What you're saying is your, your Google alert has not pulled up anything on Paddington three yet. Um, nothing specific. No. Oh well. I I don't have to set up a Google alert because I actively go and Google it every day. <laughs> Setting up the alert feels like you would be like cheating the <laughs> system somehow. <laughs> like if I don't put the actual work in. Am I really worthy of seeing Paddington 3? Yeah. I'll find Paddington. He doesn't need to come find me. That's nice. He's come from darkest Peru after all. So (laughs) That's true. Do they keep that in the movies? That's like a little racist. Uh, I'm sorry. A lot racist. Um... Yeah. It's in the movies. I don't know what what really is from the series, but he just lives in... Just lives in Peru. Do they say Peru or do they say darkest Peru? Um... I think they do say darkest Peru. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I think, I don't know. I don't want to say that Paddington is woke, but I think they do address that. Um, <laughs> they they, they, they the sit people, down with Paddington and talk to him. British about. explorers were great people. <laughs> they just, they, they sit Paddington down. They're like, look, I know what you read uh, in your aunt's house, but I, I have some things to tell you about colonization and the good people <laughs> of Peru. Um, that would be good. But no, I, I that would be nice. Uh, Have you not seen the new Paddington movies? I know. I haven't seen the new Paddington movies. Oh, they are too good. Okay. I had no idea. I just watched them both this year, and they're so good. Oh, okay. I'll check them out. Five-star films. 
I, That's not a joke. I only <laughs> watch five really star good. films. <laughs> only when someone gives the film five stars will I deign to watch it. Um, yeah, no, I, I will. I will check them out. I, uh, I, I remember Tilly had a Paddington phase, but she never really got into watching the movies, and then it kind of passed. So mm. maybe I'll push them on her now that we're home all the time. Yeah, um, very charming. Yeah, <laughs> lovely, beautiful. Well, Liv, are there any other cooking games, cooking in games, things, cooking elements of games that we can think of? There is the the indie game that uh, it's not comforting, but it is interesting. My friend uh, 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 Vinicius uh, uh, talked about um, it's this game that uh, is it tackles the the difficult nature of um, uh, becoming a naturalized citizen like navigating immigration services and, and that, that part of the law. Um, and the way you play it is uh, by using a real stove as your controller. Um, huh. Yeah. I always thought that was cool. Apparently huh. it works quite well. Um, it's very interesting, but obviously not something you can uh, very easily play. Right. Um, just on demand. But I do like, I do think the idea of using Actual stoves as controllers is, um, is something maybe we should be thinking about more as a society. Yeah, and and I hadn't heard that talked about before, but you're absolutely right. Now that you bring it up, I do agree. <laughs> I mean, we all have them in our houses, more or less. Why not find some way to hook them up to a kind of um, controller? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> We have them. Why not use them? <laughs> oh, this was fun. This is a nice reprieve. Uh, this was this was good. This was good for me in any case. I hope it was good for the audience, but I don't so much care. It was nice for me. Uh, <laughs> I care. Also, you care? I have a final yeah. I have a final question for you. Oh yeah, Trevor. please. What is your your go-to meal? Like, if you were going to have a friend over, what's, like, your go-to? I think I can make this pretty well, and maybe they would like it. Is it, like, is it something that I, I have to do quickly, or am I trying to make, like, a really nice meal for them? Um, It doesn't, it doesn't have to be especially um, complicated if you have, like, a... I don't know, whatever, whatever your heart says. Whatever, okay. What's your go-to? Well, I would say... I have I have two answers. Can I give two answers? Yeah. Okay. My one answer, uh, just for like, I can just make this and it'll be quick and and everyone likes it. Generally, is um, I would make pasta sauce and 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 just have like a nice a nice homemade pasta sauce and macaroni and some broccoli, um, just something that's like super simple and and it's quick mm. and people always like it. Um, that would be my go-to because it's like everyone in my family's go-to. We always just eat. I mean, honestly, like that, that meal, um, it's like a bunch of Italians just making pasta sauce forever. Um, but the other thing, uh, the other thing I would make, uh, if I had the time almost always is, um, I really like making savory pies. Um, mm. and so the one I make, uh, is non-vegetarian and people like it's, um, sausage, apple and sage. But the one I really like making too, and and I've I've been thinking about making it soon. I don't know if I'm going to be able to figure out a way to get the ingredients for a little while, but 
um, is a is a uh, winter vegetable uh, curry pie. So it has like uh, uh, um, oh, what's the thing I'm trying to think of now? It's a B word. It's a kind of oh butternut squash. Um, and like parsley. Not B word. I know. It's, it's, it's not what you usually think of when you think of the B word. <laughs> think of the I think of butternut squash. <laughs> that that showed the C word. I thought it was all about carrots. Um, what what a surprise when I discovered. It. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah, like like squash, carrots, parsnips, stuff like that. And then it's in this nice, uh, really, really warming curry, um, and uh, and I, I like making uh, my own crust. And that would probably be what I'd make if I wanted to just have a meal that I knew would, um, you know, stick in someone's memory and be special to them. Yeah. How about that's yours? Sweet. I'm interested um, in yours. Probably my favorite thing to make, just like that I've made a ton of times that I like is. Um, a recipe that I loved before I was vegan was the Barefoot Contessa. Um, it's like lemon, garlic, and arugula fusilli with like cherry tomatoes. So now I make it with a cashew cream sauce, but it's like just like a, a mm. creamy pasta that's like very garlicky and lemony with nice. arugula and cherry tomatoes. Sounds lovely. So good. Daisy, Sorry, what's man. yours? <laughs> wet slaw every night she's yelling for a second wet slaw but i'm trying to be so strong and tell her no she doesn't need a second wet slaw we're rationing wet slop daisy <laughs> it's hard times daisy <laughs> oh that's like but that's like a really good one because it's like it my my brother-in-law makes uh he doesn't have a lot of oh I, I don't know more and more he does but for a while he only had like one or two dishes he could make um and he made us one and it was like it was a chicken and, and pasta dish. And it was just like it wasn't fancy, but it was like his thing. And it was like I think part of it was that like you could tell that he just really enjoyed it. And he he was pleased to make it for us like he was happy to be able to make it for us. And like it, it tasted better for that. Like I think there are dishes like that that, you know, the person just has made a million times and they love and and just know and those always taste delicious to me mm-hmm. i love to cook though i cook uh i don't know i guess a, at least a three or four times a week and the other times you are uh eating at michelin restaurants <laughs> that's right all of the michelin star restaurants and beautiful uh cajun louisiana Ooh. <laughs> i mean some delicious restaurants in cajun louisiana i would assume you get your boudin, yeah, the, you get your catfish. <laughs> the restaurant ban goes into effect here tomorrow. So, like, there was just, like, uh, lines of cars around, like, the boudin restaurant. Went on my way home. Just, like, they're <laughs> stocking up on boudin tonight because they're not going to be able to get it tomorrow. People just, like, slamming their fist on the counter. Like, <laughs> I need 70 boudin. <laughs> I laugh, but I did that with the, the beer store here. There's, like, a brewery down the street, and I just went in and bought, like, a bunch of beer. Like, that twice or three times as much as we usually buy. And I was like, you guys are probably going to be closed soon, right? And they were like, well, I don't know. I was like, I got to get this beer now. It is it is hard to know what to do now and not feel uh, not feel crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm 
I think I nailed just the right amount of crazy because we looked at our stock of food and I came up with like 10 to 12 meals I could make. And that's like, all right, that makes sense. Like I've gotten enough that I'll have to go to the store again for sure. Like when, if, or when this does extend, but I've gotten enough to account for the current crisis that I've been told Mm -hmm. exists. I have not overbought for everyone else. Like I haven't, I don't have seven months of food to the, to the neglect of other people in my community. I feel good about that. I'm glad that you feel good about that. I feel good about that for you too. Do you? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not good at, at, at buying the correct amount of things. So this is, this is a big moment for me. I am sure that you and DZ and Roland will have a lovely uh, time in. Yep. We have slop for months. Slop. Almost. Slop for all. <laughs> slop and her Cocoa Puffs. She gets Cocoa Puffs in the morning and slop at night. Oh, she gets Cocoa Puffs in the morning? Oh, yeah. Wow. Cocoa Krispies. Has that, is that like a cat thing? What? They just, it's just cat kibble, but it looks like Cocoa Puffs. Oh, I thought you actually fed her Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wow, that's cool. (laughs) Organic grain-free cat kibble in the morning that looks like Cocoa Puffs. I don't feed my cat Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) My sister uh, has, has, like, inherited my dog, uh, or my my old dog, because I didn't get along with, he didn't get along with Tilly. Um, And uh, this is a sweet dog. He's just nervous around kids. Um, And she spoils animals so badly, and so does my mom, that... Now for breakfast every single day, she scrambles him an egg, um, like full on, like an egg fit for human consumption scrambled. Like you could sit down, it's like perfectly seasoned and everything and the dog eats it. And then at dinner, he gets like fresh chicken breast with his food. It's like absolutely wild. And, and it's totally thrown off my understanding of what people could feed their pets. Yeah, I think I'm lucky um, in that cat's kind of need to eat the same thing every day like they don't do well if you change up their diet no they don't um so thankfully i'm locked into not feeding them things but daisy's a absolute hound for any carbs so if you have crackers or bread she's gonna get a bite did you do you you tell her that that just like it's just like empty calories i would never say that to my cat that's so nice it was a trick question i was hoping you'd say no no never say anything you wouldn't body shame your cat Absolutely not. That would be rude. I think cats' bodies are beautiful no matter what. Daisy is gorgeous, so. She is gorgeous. It's like a beautiful, a beautiful animal. Beautiful girl. Well, this is good. I'm glad that we're able to talk about cooking. Way off the rails. Um, I think, given the circumstances, our most sane possible podcast. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Liv, do you have anything that you uh, especially want people to read of yours or of anyone else's this next upcoming week? Oh, I... I don't know. Just be kind to each other. Everyone... That's a really good plug. I know that everyone is hurting for their own personal reasons through this crisis. And like a lot of people probably aren't comfortable in saying what those things are just because it feels so minuscule and compared to the, the magnitude of what's going on. Um, but just be, just be kind to and warm to one another because we all have, we'll have things going on. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think the, the most important thing to remember is, you know, if even if you are feeling like this is all very silly because you are unlikely to be hurt, like 
you know, know that your efforts are helping someone who is uh, very uh, vulnerable and it's a unique moment where we can all kind of help each other um, in, a, in a way that is very, very difficult. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, well, Liv, I hope to talk to you again very, very soon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I say this as if we do not talk weekly, uh, <laughs> but we do, and that's lovely, and it, it is one of my favorite things. Um, have a lovely week. Uh, I hope I hope it is as unchaotic as possible, and and um, we all fall into our relative schedules easily enough. Yeah, I um, we're we'll get through this. Yep, that's what Bernie said. Yeah, well, I believe him. I do too. I tend to believe Bernie. <laughs> um, he's he's very. I I I relate to him, uh, and I admire him. So it it uh, in a way, I was very actually. I like just like you said, people might not feel comfortable saying how they feel or what they're worried about, and like I just ironized the fact. But I, uh, it was nice to see him say that. It helped me. It is okay. Yeah, we're getting. This is too much. This, this is too much. All right. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>